presented by Pharma. Hey, good morning, Playbookers. I'm Raghun Winovalan. It's Friday. A same-sex marriage bill that had been making its way through the Senate looks like it's on pause for now. Politico's Marianne Levine explains why. It's your Politico Playbook Daily Briefing. News came through yesterday that any vote on the same-sex marriage bill that was working its way through the Senate would wait until, at the very least, after the midterms. Politico's Senate reporter Marianne Levine is here to talk all about it. Marianne, how's it going? How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. So, you know, when I saw this come through, I was actually kind of surprised. We've mentioned before in Playbook that it sounded like there was some momentum towards some sort of bill happening. Senator Tammy Baldwin was kind of shepherding it through to find the 10 GOP votes. Uh, So my question is, uh, what changed? It's tricky because the there there was good reason to think that this was going to have broad bipartisan support in the sense mm-hmm. that people saw the House vote and the fact that you had 47 House Republicans support this legislation. Hmm. And a lot of that may have just been because so many of them were surprised and because it moved so fast in the House. But because you had 47 House Republicans, which granted is still a minority of House Republicans, but a much bigger margin than most people expect um, on um, legislation that's coming from the democratically controlled House, I think the automatic assumption people made on this was, well, there must be votes in the Senate because oftentimes the Senate is um, more bipartisan than the House. The key thing was the negotiators could Mm -hmm. never get more than three solid Republicans saying yes, that they were definitely going to vote for this. Lisa Murkowski was widely viewed as someone who was very likely to support it if it came to the floor, Um, but she also hadn't committed to voting yes for um, the bill. And that even with Murkowski's vote, that's still six more Republicans that um, the group was trying to get, and they clearly couldn't get those commitments before um, when Leader Schumer was expected to schedule the vote. So I saw the other half of this was that they wanted to delay a vote until after the midterms. Is the idea there that they think they'll pick up some more Democratic seats that makes the you know margin for finding GOP votes much easier to grasp? Or is there some other calculus I, I didn't notice? No, the calculus for um, moving it to after the election was that uh, was in the hope of attracting more Republican votes and, and, and insisting that this wasn't a purely political vote to basically get the Republicans on record before the midterms. Hmm. A lot of Democrats initially before they decided to delay this vote saw this as really a win-win because if the group got 10 Republicans to vote for the same-sex marriage bill, they could say that President Joe Biden enshrined same-sex marriage into law. But if Republicans didn't vote for the same-sex marriage bill. Um, Democrats could have also said that they're out of touch on social issues just ahead of the election. Um, Same-sex marriage is a policy that 70% of Americans support, and it's a policy where people have changes in their views on this over the last 10 years or so. And so that's one thing that a lot of Democrats were thinking of ahead of this, um, ahead of next week was that this could be a political vote either way. But the fact that it did get moved to after the election, their whole argument was that it had a much stronger chance of passing if Republicans didn't view it as a vote just to get them on record ahead of the midterms. This is just a general question now, but I'm curious, uh, is that period after an election before the next term of Congress, is that a time where you see a lot of action where people are like, yeah, sure, I can vote for something. I don't have to worry about this hurting me in any real political capacity. It can definitely be a time of a lot of 
intensity in terms of legislation because it's the last time, particularly if there's a power shift, which we're expecting it to there to be at least one chamber that changes control. Mm-hmm. Well, basically, a lot of stuff gets jammed into what's known as the lame duck session. And so there's a tendency to try to finish, uh, try to check a lot of things off before Congress changes hands. And so you could argue that there is some leverage that, you know, depending on the issue, um, the results of the election can affect how people vote. But the thinking and the calculus on this uh, from the negotiators is that if the vote is held after the election, uh, Republicans can vote the way they want to vote without the political calculation of the midterms coming up and without brushing it off as a political vote. Politico's Senate reporter Marianne Levine. Thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. Here's what's up in Washington today, starting with the White House. At 2.15 p.m. Eastern, President Joe Biden will hold a bilateral meeting with South African President Cyril Ramaphosa. At 9.30 a.m., Vice President Kamala Harris will host a breakfast with President Ramaphosa. At 11.25, Harris will depart D.C. to head to Chicago. There, she'll meet with students, reproductive health advocates, and providers to discuss abortion access. At 5.05, Harris will participate in a political event with Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker. And at 6.15, Harris will depart Chicago to head back to D.C. The Senate is in today. The House is out. All right, for more news on what's breaking in D.C. right now, subscribe to the Playbook newsletter. That's at politico.com slash playbook. Our music is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Playbook's editor is Mike DeBonis. Zach Stanton is Playbook's deputy editor. The executive producer and head of audio here at Politico is Jenny Ament. I'm Rogu Munavalan. Have a good weekend. We'll see you first thing Monday morning. Did you know 39% of insured Americans say they don't understand what's covered by their insurance? Health insurance coverage should be predictable and transparent, and insured Americans agree. Learn more from our latest patient experience survey report at pharma.org.